Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. Thank you for tuning in today. This is episode number 71. I hope you guys have been enjoying the most recent episodes. I've honestly been having so much fun just recording with all of my amazing guests and I just love hearing their stories and experiences and that's what this podcast is all about is real vulnerable raw conversations and just really stripping away any judgment because let's face it we're all humans right <laughs> so I thank you for tuning in today if this is your first time listening welcome I definitely am so glad that you are here today and tuning in and I hope that you enjoy this episode. Um, I would love to connect with you on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all of the things. You can find me anywhere at My Naked Mindset and you can also join my free Facebook group which is called My Naked Mindsetters. I would love to connect with you there and just, you know, be in our beautiful community of My Naked Mindsetters. So, Without further ado, I am so pumped up about this episode. I literally had so much freaking fun recording with this guest. I am smiling ear to ear. My face actually actually hurts from smiling so much because it was just such a blast. So I hope you guys enjoy our conversation. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I have a very special guest. She has a very incredible background that I am just so intrigued by. She's literally a woman of all trades. So she is a videographer, business owner, entrepreneur, coach, speaker, and best-selling author. Everyone, please welcome Nell to the podcast. <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to do this. I am pumped to chat with you and just hear all about your story, and I'm so glad that we connected. Um, so let's start out by what are you most excited about that's like coming up in your life or like Ooh. something exciting happening, or maybe you've yeah. got some summer plans going on. What are you <laughs> most excited about? So on a typical summer, I would have lots of travel plans, but since I started my own business and doing all of that, you know, everything is pretty much business related right now. That's exciting, mm. which is also exciting in itself, but I've got an event coming up in October, my first ever event that I'm going to be public speaking at. So <laughs> like, yeah, my business partner and I created this event. It's like a mastermind group. It's going to be in Hershey, Pennsylvania on October 14th. So Ooh. if anybody wants tickets to that, um, that's fantastic. We're basically talking to business owners, people that want to make lifestyle changes, life changes, business changes, anything like that. And there's just going to be these amazing speakers from all over the country. Wow. And really looking forward to that. There's other speaking engagements too, but this is like the first event that I'm responsible for. So it's a little terrifying, but very exciting. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, good luck. I'm sure it will go great. That's super exciting. Thank you. <laughs> very, very cool. So I want to know like how you got to where you are today, because obviously you just said that you recently started a business. So I want to hear all about your story. Yeah. So you know, the pandemic changed everybody's lives. I don't care who you yes. are. I, you know, at first it didn't seem like my life was going to change all that much because I was still working and nothing changed there. But we found, my husband and I 
love to travel and we are, we have a YouTube channel, like we're travel vloggers and we were not able to travel. So we found ourselves with a lot of downtime. And in that downtime, I, instead of vlogging with my phone camera, mm -hmm. I decided to buy a new camera. And I was like, well, in the two weeks that it takes to flatten the curve, as everyone said it was going to take, I will have time to get used to this camera. I'll be able to use it. We'll be back on the road on no time, in no time. Well, that didn't happen. So I was like, well, I have this camera. It's so fun taking photos. I just started taking photos and then all of a sudden that spawned into doing a wedding and then that spawned into other videography type things. And that's when my husband and I decided to start our business, Enticing Media. And fast forward a little bit to March of 2021, I was chief operations officer of a coffee and tea company in my area, central Pennsylvania. And I hated it because I was working for a narcissist, like mm. an actual narcissist. And we'll talk more about that later, but yeah, I needed for myself, I needed to get out of that situation. So I didn't even have a plan. I walked into work March 3rd of 2021. I sat down with my boss and I said, my last day is going to be December 31st. And after 13 years, she said, thank you for the notice. So I went through that entire year. Well, she ended up passing away that year, which was oh, wow. crazy. So at this point, towards the end of 2021, I still had no idea what I was going to be doing because I thought mm -hmm. about staying. And I, you know what? I, at some point I said to myself, you got to keep your word. Like you just right. have to continue on this plan, like this is what you're meant to do. So December 7th, or no, December 9th, 2021, I signed a contract with my then coach, now business partner, um, to, and he was my business coach. And January 1, I stepped foot in my home office and went full-time with my business. Wow. <laughs> so that is how I got there. And then all the other little things like little, I say little, but I wrote a book. Um, it's called Curvature of the Career. Um, it's about my story growing up with scoliosis and <laughs> going through childhood with that, experiencing a couple other things in college, and then finally going through what I did at my previous employment and then making that pivot from working nine to five to entrepreneurship. So... Yeah. That book became an Amazon number one bestseller in women in business within 24 hours. I was <gasps> floored. That's <laughs> like, incredible. Floored. I was in a restaurant, like when I got the phone call how, from my coach, she was like, how does it feel to be a best-selling author? And I was like, no, you're kidding. And I was I, like, there were like families waiting to sit down at this at a table in this restaurant and I'm like, in the waiting area, like bawling my eyes out and people are like, are you okay? I'm like, that's, you don't understand. But that's yeah, amazing. it was, it was an amazing feeling, but then, you know, just like the speaking kind of came on top of that and, and mm. everything else. And that brings us to today. And I have no idea how we got here <laughs> this quickly. Isn't it crazy to think about like 
what like your stages of life and how you got to like one job and then like you met someone yeah. and then you got connected to another job and it's like every piece of your story really like connects some way somehow and you're oh, like for sure how did I get here but it's so cool to like look back on and think wow I did all of this crazy cool stuff and I obviously learned an incredible amount of stuff yeah um yeah, it's That's just, it's crazy. absolutely amazing the time period that everything just happened in. Wow. Now, when did you write your book? Like, was it like a long period of time? Was it like, so condensed? it was, it actually ended up being a longer period of time than what the book really kind of lets on to be. Because mm. it's a very, it's a short book. I mean, yeah. it's like 30 some pages, but. I started writing it in October of last year, and then I kind of pushed it to the side. And then my coach said, you need to write a book about your story. And I was like, well, funny story about that kind of already started. So oh. <laughs> I, um, I basically full in full, it probably took me like two months to write it and edit okay. it. And I oh. self-published it. So I didn't have to wait for like a publisher or anything like that. Right, right. Wow. Well, <laughs> congratulations. That is so Thank freaking you. cool. I love I know. That That's so, I really, I, I don't know. I've thought about writing a book and then like, just cause some of my dating stories were outrageous. Like, I was oh like, my gosh, what you should. What am I going to do with all this info? And then like, I always listen to podcasts like uh-huh. constantly. And I was like, why don't like I never shut up that's like my motto I never shut up so I'm like <laughs> I have to create a podcast and then like I thought about it for a while and then I was like I'm gonna do it yes and then here I am a year later but it is Amazing. crazy to think about like I don't know just writing a book like that's yeah. it's such a cool it's such a cool thing I don't even know I've had so many authors on here and every single person is like yeah I just one day just just decide to write a book and publish yeah. it. And I'm like, that's freaking awesome. Good yeah. for you. And that's like, all you so have cool. to do. You literally just have to start. 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 Exactly. That's all you have to do. Wow. Well, <laughs> your story is so interesting and so cool. Um, I want to know about, because our topic today for the listeners is going to be all about self-sabotage, which mm. is definitely a topic I've actually been wanting to do for a while. Yeah. And I was like, you are the perfect person for this. Um, <laughs> and so let's, let's kind of get into like, what is self-sabotage? So I did some research on my end for my wonderful listeners. Um, so some signs of self-sabotage is staying within your comfort zone, avoiding changes, setting goals that are really low standards, creating conflicts with people, avoiding people or situations that make you uncomfortable and really being able to like control the outcome. Um, So I think that's like a good starting point to kind of what it is. If you're unfamiliar with, you know, what is self-sabotaging, self-sabotaging. I don't know if you have anything to add there, but I think it can look in so many different forms too. Like it could be in your career. It could be in a relationship. It could be just in your life in general. Yeah, no, I think that, I mean, that really hits the nail on the head. And I think that it, it it's really detrimental to realize what the signs are because right. it's self-sabotage, right? So how often are we not in tune with ourselves? We're constantly focused on what other people are doing, how they're living their lives, and we never really take the time to turn the camera on ourselves and look mm-hmm. and think, well, 
what am I, how am I sabotaging myself? I mean, I think I would be willing to bet that there's a decent amount of people every single day, almost everyone that gives into some sort of self-sabotaging behavior, yes. whether that's just even like procrastinating oh, is yeah. apparently a form of it. And I mean, I do that for sure. And I don't like, I don't think of it as a self-sabotaging thing, but it is. Right. Right. Yeah. Like pushing stuff off and avoiding it really. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, you can get so dark into it to the point where, I mean, it involves addictions and, um, hurting yourself, like cutting yourself and things like that. I mean, obviously those are forms, but yeah, anything from super, super simple to extremely harmful, anything falls in there definitely is it's worth taking a look at yourself and thinking, what am I doing? How, how could I be doing something better and not be sabotaging myself? Right. Right. Yeah. It can be very, and it's probably a, a portion of it has to probably do with some insecurities too. Cause I know like I've done that, like I've done certain things and I'm like, you look back and you're like, why did I do that? Yes. And you're like, I could have been just very upfront and honest with how I was feeling about something or mm-hmm. someone. And then you just kind of like avoid the situation. And then you're yeah. like, oh shit, I, 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 probably <laughs> I probably should have like backtracked and thought about it, but yeah, it's hard when you're in the moment, right? Oh, it totally is. I mean, even as something as simple as looking back on a photo, I mean, we all do this where we look back at pictures and you're like, what the, f- why did I wear that? Oh, like, yeah. What- what am, am I wearing a bag? Like it, but at the, in the moment you're probably like, I feel fat today or right. I feel ugly. I'm pale. My sunless tanner hasn't kicked in and you're insecure about something. And that's why you dress yeah. like that. And you look at the photo a year later and you're like, I look absolutely hideous, probably fatter than I looked without the bag on. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I can totally relate to that and I'm sure so many people listening will be able to relate to that because especially women we all do it in some form yes um so how did you realize that you were self-sabotaging like what was there like an aha moment or did you kind of just like gradually kind of no you know it kind of gradually came on so I mentioned I had worked for my boss was a narcissist. I mean, I don't know if she was certified narcissist, but I yeah. mean, she definitely fit every detail and characteristic in any of the books that I ever read about it. Yeah. And I started noticing these patterns and I thought this, I, I felt myself changing to fit the mold that she wanted me to fit. And then it started affecting other areas of my life. So for instance, I used to go, I used to travel to Las Vegas a lot for um, these shows and expos that we would do. And when we would go out to dinner, we would, it would be a few of us from the company. When we went out to dinner, she would always say to me, I'm always going to have you come back to the show because I like how you hold your fork while you're eating dinner and I was like how I hold my fork like (laughs) take a chunk of food and like put it to my mouth like what are you for real lady and 
just little things like that. And I knew that her approval meant so much to me at the time because I was just starting out. I really wanted to do well. So I would be cognizant of how I held my fork every time I was around her eating something. Yeah. But then that just like spawns into other things. You know, I knew that she wouldn't approve of my getting another tattoo. So I wouldn't get the tattoo or I would wear my hair a certain way because she told me that it's not very becoming of me the -hmm. other way, you know, just things like that. You're not allowing yourself to be your true self. So I was morphing into somebody that, or somebody that somebody else wanted me to be. Right. And that's how I started it. And I felt it because sometimes friends or family would be like, that's really weird that you're doing this or you're saying that. And thank God for support systems, you know? Absolutely. Because these are the people that are going to give you the real shit. Like, yes. you're, like you're weird. Stop doing that. You know, 100%. Yeah. And then you eventually, when this person becomes disapproving of something that you're doing, instead of standing up for yourself, you shut down. Right. Exactly. And all of a sudden, your voice is not worthy. You're afraid to speak up. And everything just gets held inside. That was another step. And then I, f- I guess everybody has a breaking point. Definitely. So I hit my breaking point. I think it was after a meeting that we had. And I, being the operations director, I had something that I wanted to do to improve our operations. And my idea just kept getting shut down. And there was absolutely no reason why it should have been. And I finally snapped. And that's when... I said I was leaving and I was going to take my life into my own hands and my own control. Wow. That's so powerful. And I think a lot of people, excuse me, a lot of people can connect with that because Mm -hmm. I've been in, I'm like, when you were telling that story, I was like, I feel like I've done that before. And especially a boss, it's like, that's the person that you have to like look up to, but also impress and Mm -hmm watch what you say all the time. Like, I feel like that's such a, it's such a superior person, but in reality, it's like, they're just a person too. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, it's so hard to comprehend that. Oh, it totally is. And we are so ingrained in our society to respect authority Yes, that it's like, where's the line? Yeah. And and where's the respect for us as well? Exactly. Cause like, if you're not going to treat me well, like you're, you're clearly not really like a quote unquote leader, right? If you're not right. going to treat your, your employees with respect, like how, how do you, yeah. how do you want to receive that back then? Yeah, exactly. And I think that when you start noticing and really tuning in to those signs of disrespect, that's mm. when it starts really affecting you. I mean, I had a conversation with her one time where she told me that in my review, I was getting a raise and then, and that I would see it reflected in the next pay period. Well, that pay period came and went, never saw it. And then I addressed it and she said, I wasn't going to get it because the payroll company told her that I had already gotten one this year. So like, how do you go back? That just makes you feel like absolute shit as an employee. Cause you're like, what did I do wrong? 
And then she's not, you know, she's basically shooing you out of her office and doesn't want to talk about it. And it's like, where am I supposed to go with these emotions? Right, right. Like, wow. why can't we talk about this? <laughs> this woman sounds uh, mm. not my cup of tea. No, we have tea. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, I feel like it's just so relatable. And it's so, and it's so hard when you're in it too, right? Because like you were saying, you kind of look back and you're like, so many things about this person's influence on me was just like making me not become not be myself and that's such a hard thing to because I think even in a relationship you can be like this like oh my gosh kind of you kind of look back and you're like was I just doing that to impress this guy or girl yeah or or is this really me I think so many people get caught up in the moment right oh for sure love or if you're really in lust and yes and it's kind of like you have to just take a step back and think yeah am I just doing x y and z because this this guy really likes that and I want to impress him or oh should I be going all to all these fancy dinners because all of his friends are going to and like that's just what they do Mm -hmm. right it can it can just be like it's almost like a cycle right and then once you realize that you're like oh shit I need to like I need to reel it in or like yeah (laughs) talk about it and I know that that's obviously a hard thing so yeah um when you when you kind of came to the realization that this this person had so much like influence and just like I don't know not I don't want to say control but like almost like a little bit of control definitely um like how so obviously you quit the job Mm -hmm. or you know you you put in your resonate I can't talk um like did you did it like did it feel like okay like I'm getting out of like a really really bad situation did it did you feel like a sigh of relief when you kind of got out of that situation I did I definitely felt a sigh of relief it wasn't as big as the sigh that I took on my last day walking out the door but (laughs) yeah it felt right because I was moving in the right direction and then eventually it just became a waiting game almost like a okay, the second I walk out here, I can start my new life, which looking back now wasn't the right way to think about it. Because Mm -hmm. just because I was confined to these four walls every day didn't mean that I had to wait to start my new life. You know, there's definitely ways to start progressing. I could have maybe done a few more things for my business ahead of time. I could have started surrounding myself with different people and these like mastermind groups and things like that. I could have taken some steps and not waited until a specific moment because, Mm -hmm. you know, with anything, it's the self-sabotaging thing. Like we're just waiting for a moment or we're procrastinating and that is a form of self-sabotage. So I was still even self-sabotaging while I was making the right moves. Does that make sense? <laughs> that, that No, that totally does. And I'm sure like, like looking back on it, you're like, I could have done this and I could have that, but, but you probably were also going through such a big transition in your life yes. that maybe it was even hard to like, like put blinders on and say, what do I need to do right now? Sometimes yeah. like such a hard thing, like, and, in in one of the, the, the traits of self-sabotaging is avoiding change. And that's, I feel like 
you, not you, everyone in the world is either you love change, you're okay with it, or you absolutely hate it and you try to avoid it. Like you're like, even the littlest change, like a change to your routine. It's like, I fucking hate this. Why did I do this? Why did I start going to the gym in the morning instead of at nighttime? Like, why did I do this? Like, right. I feel like change can be such a pivotal moment and in in so many situations. And I think within that is just, that was a big, a big move for you, I'm sure. And like getting out of that, like toxic environment, because that alone is such, I mean, I know so many people that are miserable at their jobs, miserable. Yeah. They hate waking up every day. They hate going to them you know, their meetings, like it, they're just miserable, but they will not do anything about it because yes. they're just stuck. They feel stuck. Yeah. They're, they're, they're self-sabotaging really because they're not, tr- they're not doing anything about it. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Like the, com- the whole thing, like complaining about mm-hmm. it and then not doing anything about it. That's right. It's like, what are you going to do? Like, let's make a move. And that's, it's frustrating. I think, especially when you were talking about in relationships and dating, when you're watching a good friend or something go through that yes. where they're in a relationship and it's like, you're not the friend that I knew and I know you're doing this to impress this guy. And it's like, yes. they can't see that and you're trying and they're not listening. And it's, that's really hard too. But yeah, I mean, getting off topic, but like <laughs> the transition from recognizing and and actually doing it is just it almost feels like a blur now because I don't I I don't know if I try to push it out because it was just definitely like a very trying time like I had no idea what I was doing and now I wouldn't I would not recommend just like deciding on December 9th to what you're doing in the coming year definitely have more of a plan (laughs) but you know sometimes you know things just work out the timing and the universe and whatever you believe in it just works and your story is your story and not every everybody's path is the same so you know what whatever works for you but yeah, the transition was definitely difficult. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and I, I give you credit for realizing, you know what, I'm not happy here. This is not fulfilling me and, and making the leap because like we just said, it's so hard to just kind of go for it. So yeah. if you could give people like one tip on maybe like a huge transitional situation, yeah. what advice would you give them? This is exactly what I would do. I would commit to it and start telling people about it. Because when you tell other people, you are more accountable for your actions. So you're less likely to, so if you're sitting there saying, I'm going to do this in the following year, you're not telling anybody about it. If you don't do it, nobody knows. There's no embarrassment. There's no anyone holding you accountable. There's no one asking, oh, I thought you were going to do this you're lying to yourself. You're just like, whatever, nobody knows about it. I don't have to do it. But when you start telling people about it, then you have that much more confidence and ability to actually go for it. And you have to now because people know, and we're so afraid of being judged by other people. So, you know, that's definitely what I would say. 
make a commitment and start telling other people right now. Yes. I love that advice because, because <laughs> that's a huge part of it too, is accountability. Yeah. And that can be a tough thing because you're right. If, if, you know, we tell people and then they're like, oh, well, what, what about that podcast, Janae, that you were going to do? Exactly. Like, because I, I honestly did that. I told so many people I was starting a podcast. I was like, I'm going to do this. Yes. I'm going to have you on the podcast. Like I li- like I thought about it for like six months and I just like gathered a bunch of information and stories mm-hmm. and like just asked people random like stories of their dating and whatever. Yeah, and yeah. like I got it all the time. I was, like people would be like, oh, when are you starting the podcast? And I, I kept on like pushing it out like a little bit of <laughs> months and like I, I did. I, I won't yeah. lie. But then I was finally like, I got my microphone. I got all the equipment. I like figured out the name. And I was like, Janae, you're doing this right now. Yes. I did on a Saturday. I was like, I'm going to start my podcast this day. And I think you're right. Committing to it. Right. Yeah. Manifesting. I'm a firm, firm believer in manifesting. Love manifesting. I think that if you tell the universe what you want and like you believe it, you say it, you say it out loud, you tell people. Yeah, I yeah. truly, truly believe that the universe listens and they will give you what you want. 100%. It's just, it, it worked for me like on many different occasions. And I always tell people like, just tell the universe and it's, it's same with like dating or like if you want a new job or yeah. whatever, just tell people around you because then you're putting the bug in their ear, right? Mm-hmm. And so then they can go off and be like, oh, Janae's looking for this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to connect her with this person, right? So you yes. can just, your connections are very important. Oh my gosh. Connections are oh, so important. I mean, let's be honest. A lot of the things in this world what we get what we the opportunities that we have Mm -hmm. are through connections and the people that you know absolutely yeah Yeah. I just went off on a tangent on that but it's just (laughs) so true I just I'm I just love manifesting. that's okay see this is the best part about podcasting you just never know where it's gonna go exactly I love it (laughs) so so fun um so why would you say or like, why is self-sabotaging so like unhealthy for us? Oh my gosh. So I, one thing I can think of is because is humans, us humans are supposed to evolve, right? So they say like your body changes, like goes through a major change every like seven years or something like that. So, I mean, our bodies are evolving whether we are or want to or not, I mean, this is just the evolution of life. You know, we get older, we experience things, and the practices of procrastinating or avoiding change and holding yourself back, not thinking you're good enough mm. to do anything, not setting goals that are that seem unachievable, you're literally just going to be stuck in the same place forever. Yes. And honestly... Now, more so than ever, to me, that's terrifying. Oh, I agree. Like, I don't want to be in this exact same spot 10 years from now. Right. I view that as something that I have done something wrong. You know? And I'm not saying that you you can't be happy or comfortable in what you're doing. But I think that being content Mm -hmm. is not always the best thing. (laughs) Right, right. 
yeah, I always want to be learning new things and evolving and growing and, and just, I always want to do more. That's just kind of my personality. So I, I know exactly what you're saying. It's like, you always want to be moving up no matter what that situation is, trying new things, running a business, like, like just, just growing your mind and connecting with new people, because I think that's such a beautiful thing. Oh my gosh. Connecting with new people is so incredibly important. That's why Mm -hmm. I love travel so much because it's not just about going to pretty places, beaches, vacations, things like that. I mean, my husband and I, the first time we ever went to a Caribbean island was uh, the island of St. Thomas back in 2015, I think it was. I mean, it's the U.S. still. It's the Virgin Islands. So it it was our first, like, gateway Mm. into travel really i mean we had been places around the united states but this was like our gateway you know and we decided to be rebels and get off the resort one night and take a taxi to dinner and so we did and on the way back to our hotel our taxi driver happened to be from jerusalem and he was telling us these stories and we literally just didn't want the taxi ride to end because we were just talking about his experiences and what it's like to live there. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I'm learning so much. Right. And if you stay in one place for so long, you're not going to get these experiences. I mean, what are we just sitting around waiting to die? Right. Right. Like, is that, does that sound like a life? Nope. Not to me. (laughs) I agree with you though. When you travel, you learn so much. It's like you have a completely different perspective on the world. Yeah. Now I want to do like a separate episode with you on travel (laughs) because I could go on a tangent of so many travel stories. It sounds like you do too. So we might have to do another one too. Let's do that. (laughs) Let's get that booked. Let's get that shit booked. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, So do you have any, by chance, do you have any like dating or relationship self-sabotage stories oh yeah (laughs) yeah so it's been oh my husband and I have been married for 15 years this year so I will say it's been a while since I've been in the dating world but I mean I think that when I was dating I was definitely doing I like I always say I missed my calling as an actress because (laughs) I always felt like whatever situation I was in, I would adapt to that situation and act accordingly. Mm. And I think this is why it was so easy for the narcissist to grab a hold of me and and mold me into something. But I was definitely in a couple of relationships when I was younger, like college, where the focus was not on a healthy relationship. It was just focused on like, you know, drinking and doing like fun, risky stuff, stuff that, you know, I was just rebelling against my childhood for, for whatever reason, because, you know, I was in college. And when I met my husband, I had such, I was elated because I was on cloud nine. Like I was this like hot 19 year old and he's a little bit older than I am. So I was like feeling really good about myself. But then Finally, like towards like in like further into my marriage, when I started this job and everything and I started to feel like I my self-worth was really tanking, 
That affected my relationship horribly because when Mm. I was at home, I would freak out so instantly at the simplest little thing. And then I would start yelling like obscenities at myself. Like you stupid fucking bitch. Like you're so dumb. Like, why would you do that? You don't deserve this or, you know, and then all of a sudden it started to kind of affect other areas in our life. Like my sex life. Like I didn't, I felt disgusting like really gross. Like I'm fat. I'm not working out as much as I used to. I'm no longer 19. I didn't look like what I did when you met me. And this like going to bed every night thinking that I was just like a waste of space was really making it difficult to the point where my husband would be like, are we okay? Mm. Like, do you need to go somewhere? Like, do you need to take some time off by yourself? Like, what's going on here? And then finally, when all of this started happening, my moods changed. I started to listen to people that actually genuinely had my back. Yes. And it it does. It transforms you. And, you know... I'm not perfect. I'm no one's ever going to be perfect and I'm still right. on this journey. But yeah, I mean, relationships whatever however you're self-sabotaging, it's not just about you at that point. You're interjecting that into your relationships. Right, right. That's so true and I think I think when you're in that situation, it's so hard to like like your husband was like, "Are we okay?" Like that's such a it's such a hard thing to like really see from the outside right because you're because you're so in this situation yeah and I think the negative self-talk that can be such a hard like habit to get out of I think yeah it yeah. can be so hard to just like switch the mind and be like why was I talking so badly at myself right yes yeah like, I really am being really hard on myself and sometimes I even say that I'm like Janae stop being so hard on yourself because yeah. a lot of people I think in this world would say that they're the toughest critic is themselves oh my gosh absolutely you know 100 and and that's so hard to when you're kind of in like that downward spiral of like mm-hmm. wow I'm really not being nice to myself and I think I I don't know if you have advice on like how to kind of like, like pick up on those things or like try to exit that negative self-talk. I don't know if you have any like advice on how. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, one of the biggest things that helped me was my support system for sure. Like my, and that's the thing when you start going on these journeys, you're really going to start not only discovering a lot more about yourself, you're going to start discovering a lot more about the people around you because I, I mean, look, let's be honest. Not every friendship is meant to last. Oh my God. So true. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Best friends forever. Fuck that. Like, (laughs) honestly, seriously, Like the friend that you had when you were five years old, knew you when you were growing up, knew you through your twenties. Okay. So now you're in your thirties. You're not the five-year-old or the person you were in your mid twenties. People grow. Relationships grow. Sometimes they grow apart. And sometimes you realize when you start making changes, the other person's personality starts really coming through. 
And you have to realize that it's okay to cut people out of your life that don't have your back. They're the ones questioning, like, why do you want to do this? Like, why would you give up a regular paycheck to go into business for yourself? Like, don't like not understanding where you're coming from and refusing to hear it and only allowing you to hear their side. Mm -hmm. I get rid of them. You got to cut those people out. Yes. It's hard. And I don't care if they're friends or family. Oh, 100%. I, I, I love that you brought this up because I also did an episode on boundaries, which that is, I mean, that kind of connects to what you're talking about. And, and it, it is, it's so true. Like when you're friends with people and if you have some, I always say this to my friends and just my family, if you have something either really good going on in your life or really bad, and you either tell someone, tell one of your friends and they're not supportive of you. Mm -hmm. They're not having your back. They're not there for you, or they're not congratulating you. They're not saying, Oh, that's so awesome. Janae. Yeah. Good for you. If you're nervous to talk or to tell them, or you're getting that, like, Uh why are you doing this? Or like, Oh, cool. You got a raise. Good for you. Like, right. Kind of blowing it off. Like it's not like a big deal. Yeah. Those are not your friends. No, they do not have your best interest. Right, exactly. Those the people that are. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is jealousy when oh, you say it's something good is happening, and they're like, "Oh, that's great. Okay, so let's talk about me or yes. something else." You know, there's little things that you can pick up on that should signal to you this isn't the person I need right now. Yes. You know, maybe, and that's not to say that you're never going to speak again or there's never going to be a space in your life for that person. But, you know, maybe 10 years from now, that person would be best suited for your lifestyle. Maybe they need to go through their own changes. But recognizing who has your back and who is there rooting for you and even doing things for you, just an example, um, I saw some, but one of my friends on Facebook posted about um, being accepted onto this reality show, and it turns out she had to pay to be on it. And she's like, "Does anybody know how I can make like a quick thirty five hundred bucks? I need to, you know, like I would love to be on it, but I can't afford it." And her friends immediately started commenting, and were like, "Oh, girl, we got you!" It's like somebody set up oh, a yeah. GoFundMe for her. Somebody else was like, "Oh, we'll get these people to donate to you," and um, you know, blah blah blah. And I was like floored at how quickly and how sincerely these people came up to bat for her. And I was like, those are your friends. Yes. (laughs) Wow. That's a, that's a great example. Cause I bet you there might've been someone that messaged her or something and been like, why are you doing that? You shouldn't do that. Why Why? do you want to be like one of those housewives? Right. Wait, can I ask what show it was? Do you know? Um, I think it's, it was called the blocks. It was on the, the, blockchains or yeah it's like a crypto I hate to say crypto but I think it's on the blockchain and well, so it's um it was by a certain I don't remember the name of the director or the producer but it was by a producer that has produced some other shows too oh, but yeah because I and I know of this show because I actually applied to be on it too oh because it's for it's like a it's kind of like a real world style um show where they put a bunch of people in a house but they're all entrepreneurs oh that's so 
Yeah, and they all like compete to, you know, win something at the end for their business or something like that. And I was like, well, this is interesting. And so I applied to be on it. I went, I think a little bit past like a couple of stages and then they stopped contacting me. So I was like, I guess I'm not interesting enough. But I didn't know at that point, like if I had gotten far enough that I was going to have to pay to be on it. Right. That is... But you're right. Those those people that commented saying like, "Let's help this girl out. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. do it." Those are the people you want in your life. Exactly. If your friends are not setting up a GoFundMe for something <laughs> right. that you're trying to raise money for, ASAP, we need to have a chat. <laughs> One thousand percent. And I think even in small areas of your life, and like obviously big, like, oh, I got a new job. Oh, I got a dog oh I just got engaged like all of these huge milestones if you do not feel like someone has your back or like they are cheering you on Mm -hmm. they're not your friend no and if even worse if you suspect that they're saying congratulations to your face oh but behind your back they're saying something else Mm -hmm. gotta go I don't fuck with you you. no (laughs) (laughs) yeah Oh exactly. Seriously, exactly. I, that is some damn good advice. I am. That's hard. It's really hard. It is. It's hard to push those those toxic relationships, toxic friendships out of your life. But in the end, it will be worth it because yeah. you want people in your circle that actually care about you and will cheer you on yes. and will fight. Like I don't even not. I not fight till the death. I was gonna say that, yeah. but that doesn't even make any sense. They will. <laughs> They will really be your backbone. And when you need something at three o'clock in the morning, they are going to pick up that phone and be like, all right, I'll be right there. You know? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that is so incredibly important. It goes such a long way that I think that most people don't realize that. But I mean, and we talk, like I'm talking about the support system so much, but honestly, in the end, like you have to believe in yourself the most. You are going to be your biggest cheerleader. You are your biggest supporter. But those people just help to lift you up. And that's why they're so important. But yeah, I mean, getting to a mindset where you can break the mold and finally start to work out of these toxic patterns is like, I don't even know if I can put it into words. I mean, it's just, it's incredible when you start to finally like feel yourself crawling out of the hole. Yes. And you, and it gets to a point where you get far along enough where you're like, okay, I just need to keep going. Like it's right. the, you can see the finish line, you know? So it's, yeah, the, the mindset is everything. Oh, I completely agree. And when you're in that downward spiral to the negative self-talk, it's, it can be very hard to get out of, but like, yeah, I always say, you know, on my podcast, I say it with my girlfriends, um, whether you're single or you're in a relationship, no matter what, I think doing check-ins with yourself and then with your partner, be like, like kind of talk to yourself, be like, Hey, you know what? how do I think things have been going lately? Has something been bothering me and kind of like get to the root of it and same with your yeah. relationships, sit down with your partner and say, Hey, how do you think things have been going? Is anything yeah. bothering you? Have I seemed off or like, you know, depending right. on the situation, but I think really checking in with yourself because maybe 
you could pick up on certain things like this for sure self-sabotage you know sooner rather than later like oh you ask your partner oh like you know how are things going and he's like yeah I've just been noticing you seem you seem really like avoidant and you seem Mm -hmm. really like you know I, I hear you talking really badly about yourself or I've been noticing your goals like you haven't really been bringing them up or you know talking about them and 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 not setting yourself up for success and I think being able to check in with yourself or your partner or you know even a friend you could be like hey you know how how do you think that I've been been doing lately like yes yeah what's going on in my world like give me some feedback and I think having that person to go to or yourself you could you know kind of cut the cord and be like hey you know what I I I haven't been feeling myself I'm kind of not feeling very you know um motivational and Mm -hmm. and it's inspired and just like I'm not really feeling good so yeah kind of breaking out of that shell um and even I've I've also heard of people like writing like their feelings down in journals and stuff like that. And oh I think yeah. That another really great way to just kind of get all your feelings out on paper. And then mm-hmm. you can kind of look back and reflect and be like, oh, okay. So, you know, a couple months ago, I wasn't, I was feeling this way, but you know what? I'm, I'm feeling better now. And I think I did X, Y, Z to get to that point. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's such a good way to see your progress too. And yes, kind absolutely. of decide directions that you need to be pivoting in moving Mm. forward. But yeah, the check-in thing is so incredibly important. I mean, I feel like a lot of the root of a lot of our issues in this world is lack of communication. Yes. So So yeah, checking in with yourself, with your partner, with your friends, like anybody in your life. And, you know, sometimes little things happen where at the time they seem so trivial, but then Mm -hmm. they start to build up and it's important to address those things before they really get to an explosion point or something else happens where now it's doubled up and you can Mm. barely contain yourself, you know? Right. Right. Totally. And I think in the dating world, you know, if someone is self-sabotage, self-sabotaging, that word is really giving me trouble today. <laughs> Say it three <laughs> times fast, self-sabotage, self-sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think in the dating world, it can be so hard. Like if you maybe went through a traumatic situation or a horrible breakup and you're kind of like pushing that person away and just, just kind of stepping back and thinking, okay, you know what, yeah. is this person being good to me? Like kind right. of, check in with, okay, you know what? I'm going to talk to my girlfriend about this person. Cause I'm just thinking yeah. about like when you're first dating someone Oh my gosh. Um, and just like all of those emotions and thoughts and just like all of the stuff going on and you're trying to get to know someone. Yes. It's so crazy. Not- you're trying to get past like your own feelings and right. Right. Yeah. And like, do they like me? Like, why aren't they answering me? I mean, you could go into a downward spiral, spiral just on the communication and texting and the phones, like just that alone can be so hard. So if someone is kind of in that downward spiral, spiral in the dating world, do you Mm -hmm. have any like tips or advice for someone? So in the dating world, so I have, this is crazy, but a lot of my friends are single girlfriends. Oh, (laughs) So I get a lot of like feedback and a lot of them come to me for advice. I don't know why, because I've been in the dating world for so long, but I actually feel like, I mean, I remember what it's like to be in these patterns. And I think when you're dating, 
you lean so heavily on your like just past relationship Mm -hmm. and separating yourself from that is the hardest thing. And I think that's where you really have to, to cut that off and not think back to, well, my last boyfriend cheated on me. So this guy's probably going to, too. Like, what did I do wrong then? I'm going to, I'm trying not, you're trying so hard to not make the same mistakes Mm -hmm. that you're not really focusing on being in the moment or Mm -hmm. being grateful for your time together. And that, you know, if somebody did, you lost trust in your past relationship because they cheated or something like that. You bring that into your new relationship, you're toast. Right. You're fucking toast. So So I think that really truly separating yourself from that is, and moving forward, maybe taking a moment before you jump into the next relationship to focus on yourself, heal and get past that. Forget about it. Don't talk about it anymore get past that and then move fresh into a new relationship. Boom. Mic dropped. (laughs) That was so spot on because I say that all the time too. I, I think when you get out of a relationship, have time for yourself, reflect what I like, what I didn't like, what could I have done differently? Like being by yourself, because I learned an incredible amount when I was single for a couple years before I found my boyfriend, like the amount of things that I, I never would have known about myself if it wasn't for those periods of a couple years. Yeah. Uh, I really just was in my own presence and in my own world. And I didn't have to focus on really anything else besides what I wanted and what I wanted to do. And I know that sounds weird and almost selfish, but it's actually not because you literally can learn so much tr- from just being alone. Right. And, yeah. and figure out, Oh, you know what? I really liked when that, you know, when my ex did this, mm-hmm. but there's certain things that like, we didn't, we weren't on the same page about. And I really yeah. want someone that will do X, Y, and Z. I want someone to go on a ski trip when I just, you know, randomly one right. weekend, like I want to be spontaneous. Like, and I think really being able to reflect, mm-hmm before you get into something else. Yes. I think a lot of people don't do that. Yes. No. And I think that's why a lot of the baggage comes along. (laughs) Right. Right. Cause then it's like, you do have time to reflect and then you're not, like you were saying, you don't take that extra baggage into the next relationship. And that's, it kind of goes into full circle with self-sabotaging. Totally. Oh my gosh. I feel like this could literally just be an entire podcast all on its own. It really can. Um, you're definitely going to have to come back on my podcast yes! because you're awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you. No, this is, yeah, you, I mean, gosh, you're awesome. It's like, Thanks. I feel like I've known you for years just after talking for, I don't know how long we've been talking, like an hour. <laughs> I agree. Um, I I loved this conversation. This was literally, literally amazing. Um, any last thoughts before we get into our game? Oh, last. Oh, that's right. I, I can't wait for the game. Um, I, you know, last thoughts would be remember that you are worth it. You're worth everything. You're worth taking a chance on. You're worth investing in. If you're going to invest in anything or anybody, make it be yourself. You are capable of so much more than you think. 
like humanly possible. Like you, your goals are not big enough. If you are not setting goals that are being laughed at by other people, they're not big enough. Yes. (laughs) You reach for the fucking stars. That's, those are my words of advice. (laughs) Love that. Nailed it. That was beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Are you ready for our game? I'm so ready. All right. So this is called this or that. Um, Do you prefer pie or cake? Pie. Pie. Yeah. Pasta or pizza? Oh, pizza. Pizza. (laughs) Unless it's truffle pasta. (laughs) Ooh, that one gets everyone because it's it's a tough one. Like both are. (sighs) so good it's so hard (laughs) so hard um burgers or tacos 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 love (laughs) would you rather road trip or fly to your destination oh fly fly yeah i'm a flyer (laughs) me too i would i don't love road trips i don't i don't like being in a car for that long i I know i don't either but if we're talking about like a converted sprinter van or something then i'm down for a road trip (laughs) that would be cool i would enjoy that yeah okay would you rather direct a music video or direct a photo shoot (laughs) well considering i kind of already do direct photo shoots i'm gonna say music video (laughs) music video wow or we could do Direct a music video or direct a movie? <gasps> oh, movie. Movie. That's like a dream, yeah. Oh, you yeah. should do it. You should totally do a movie. I'm going to email Steven Spielberg and be like, <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. Do you need any help? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, well, this is so perfect for you. Um, this question. Would you rather? Would you rather travel one year for free? Or be given 50K to spend on anything you want. Oh, travel a year for free. 100%. (laughs) I kind of thought that that was going to be the one, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, 50K will buy you a lot of shit. Let's let's be honest. But it's not going to buy you all of the experience you're going to get in that year. (laughs) So true. I mean, I think about... I think... I've asked that question to a lot of people. I don't think a single person has said 50k. And I'm like, oh, okay. So we got some travelers up in here. That's interesting. I know. It's very cool. I I, that's why I love doing this game because you really learn about the the guests. Okay, so the next one is would you rather have the ability to talk to animals or the ability to control weather? (gasps) Control weather. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I went to school for meteorology. Did you really? I did. That's so cool. <laughs> That's so cool. I'm a weather freak. And just to be able to like, like point my fingers at the sky and be like storm right now. Yeah. I find that intoxicating. It would be really cool. <laughs> I agree. I would love to. Or just like you're working all day. You're like, I want it to be rainy. And then like the second you get out of work, you'd be like sun. Yes. Oh, and or like the weekend that. away, perfect weather. Yes. Right here. Or like a snowstorm is going to ruin your plans. No, it's not. <laughs> nope. Not with the point of a finger. <laughs> Love that. Okay. The next one is, would you rather glow pink when you're attracted to someone or glow red when someone annoys you? <laughs> I'd rather glow red when someone annoys me. <laughs> 
That way I don't have to say it out loud and I can just be like, can you get away from me? <laughs> you know, I don't have to say anything. You just know when you walk away. <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. Um, would you rather live by the ocean or live in a cabin in the woods? Well, ocean. Ocean. Yeah. Something about the waves. Oh, it's so relaxing. Yes. <laughs> um, would you rather have a personal chef or personal housekeeper? Housekeeper for sure. I love cooking. I could never give up that control. (laughs) Love. Love that. If you could only online shop or in-person shop for the rest of your life, which one would you choose? (laughs) Online. Online. I love online shopping. It's addicting. It is. And it's also so easy to return things. Like, I'm definitely more apt to send it away Mm. via UPS than I am to go back to the store. That's a so good if I Yeah, if I have to return something, I'm definitely going with online. <laughs> love. Love that. Um, if you had to wear ball gowns every single day for the rest of your life or swimwear every single day for the rest of your life. <sighs> Does it mean that I'm in a pool every day of my life if I'm wearing the swimwear? <laughs> I would say you're in a warm climate, yes. For sure. Oh, that's a tough one because wearing a ball gown would make you feel so pretty every day. Yes. It would. But all right, I'm going to go with the swimwear just so I manifest being in a warm climate near water. (laughs) I absolutely love that answer. Okay. And then the last one is sunrise or sunset. 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 I mean, sunrises are pretty and they're beautiful and everything, but... I like to be able to have a cocktail when I'm watching the sun. So sunset yes. is the only like timely fashion choice of that. <laughs> very true. That's very true. Well, that was so much fun. This has been literally such a blast to chat with you. And thank you so much for sharing all your stories. Yeah. Um, let everyone know where they can connect with you. Definitely. So I am on Facebook, Instagram. I have a Twitter handle, but I'm not really on Twitter. Um, Facebook, you can find me. I'm Nell Tice, N-E-L-L-T-I-C-E. And on Instagram, I'm Nell K Tice. And uh, I also have a website, www.nelltice.com. Um, I, my husband and I have a travel blog on YouTube. Our channel name is Kenny and Nell. You can find us there. I have my own podcast as well called What the Nell, and uh, we do weekly episodes. Um, what else am I thinking? Oh, my book, Curvature of the Career, is on Amazon, and I think that's about it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Nell. This was such a blast to chat with you. Yes, it was so much fun. I had the best time. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for being here. It was honestly such a blast chatting with Nell. I literally cannot wait to podcast with her again. Our conversation was just such a blast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you learned something, took something away from our beautiful conversation. And thank you for being here today. As I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, I would love to connect with you. Please, you know, tell me some stories, email me some questions, you know, just connect and let's, let's uh, make this podcast, you know, continue. So any feedback would be lovely as well. You know where to find me on all your social media at My Naked Mindset. And please 
keep DMing me some stories and, you know, any juicy topics that you'd like to hear me chat about. Thank you for tuning in today. I love you all. Bye.